his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Thursday evening episode of It's News to Us, our daily look back at the day's top stories. And our top story really is uh, basically the top story everywhere, probably everywhere in the world, um, is the uh, passing of uh, Queen Elizabeth II. Um, Of course, a lot of Richmond ties to this story. She visited in uh, 2007, um, longtime listeners, probably remember that visit. Um, maybe some new, newer, newer listeners don't, but, uh, you know, she, she was here in 2007. It was all tied to the 400th anniversary, uh, of Jamestown. And, uh, it seems like yesterday, but it actually was a lot longer than, than yesterday. Oh yeah. 15 years is a long time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we were go we were going through, uh, some of the, uh, old tape, old records as we were, you know, digging through a, a lot of different files, uh, today to find some of, of that stuff. One, I sound a lot younger. Um, than, well, you were a lot younger. Oh, yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. I sound a lot younger. Um, so did she? Yes, she sounded a lot, a lot younger. Um, it was a different time. It was a different. It was that was a a, a interesting time period in, in Virginia history when when she came and visited. There was a lot going on over that. that well, that, I mean, there was something that major that just went on prior to her visit. Yeah, there was the the Virginia Tech massacre had occurred uh, just a couple of weeks earlier, um, and then she, her visit was coming in. That what I remember, you know, honestly, of the, the Queen's visit um, was just how heavy the security was. Um, I know you were off that week, yeah. um, but uh, they would not let us move very much at all that entire visit. Um, we were we were stationed in the Patrick Henry Building at the time because the the Capitol was just finishing up being renovated, basically. I think this was the first event in the newly renovated uh, state capitol. Um, and uh, they barely let us out of the basement while the queen w- was out and around. We managed to walk outside just a little bit to see the motorcade come in. Um, inter- interesting uh, little side bit to that. Um, when the queen's motorcade comes through, the flags on the uh, the car, not the uh, Union Jack, but actually the uh, the Royal Standard, the uh, the yes. flags with the lions on them. Um, right, right. So then uh, that's the royal the royal flag. Um, just interesting side note. But they ended up uh, sending us back in pretty quickly. She had gone into the executive mansion. You know, as soon as as soon as they pulled into the executive mansion drive, we got sent back inside, and that was basically what limited we got to see of the of the Queen. Uh, you know, 
outside of pole video that yeah. that entire trip. Well, part of that increased security probably was just reaction after the Virginia Tech shootings. I mean, right. there would be normal amounts of security with the Queen visiting, but I think because of the what what happened a few weeks earlier. Yeah, probably heighten that security a lot. Well, and keep in mind, too, that's only six years after 9-11. And you know, there was and also we were in the really in the throes of the Iraq war at the time, yeah. too. Yeah. So yeah. there were a lot of reasons to be concerned about security. I, I remember they had an anti-aircraft gun on top of um, the Patrick Henry building, uh, which is remains the only time that I've ever been in a building that had <laughs> anti-aircraft uh, yeah. fire on top of it. Yeah. Um, so that's the, just an interesting side note. But well, uh, I mean, a personal note, I, you, you said I was off. I was off because my parents were coming to visit me and they were flying in from Florida and they were you know, flying in from their connecting flight to Atlanta. And because of the Queen's arrival and her flight pattern to wherever she I mean, I imagine she landed at Richmond Air, yeah. uh, International Airport, but their flight was delayed a couple hours because of that. I remember that, you know, I, I vaguely recall them shutting down roads heading from the airport to yeah. to to. And I can't remember if they took them on 64, if they took them down, uh, down six, you know, down the back roads, down, you know, 60 and five <laughs> and that. Um, but my to, parents were very intrigued that they were delayed by the queen. Yes. <laughs> so t- total side note, I was once I once had a flight into Orlando delayed by then President Bush, not not H.W., yeah. not uh, not uh, the second George Bush, but the uh, the first the, uh, first the George Bush. But that's, yeah. that's neither here nor there. We're getting off the queen topic. Um, <laughs> other thing I remember from that visit was uh, Doug Wilder, um, you know, grabbing the queen's arm. And remember that being a huge breach of protocol and, and the BBC reporter mentioning that I was sitting with a BBC reporter at the time mentioning that breach of protocol during, during the uh, trip. But but honestly, it's Doug. You yeah. know, if there was going to be someone who was going to breach pro- protocol, it was going to be Doug. And truth be told, Doug don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and really, in retrospect, neither do you know, anybody else. So. No, 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 that is absolutely true. But <laughs> but but, you know, it. it it was a little bit of a story at the time. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but it was, you know, it was, it was an interesting time. It was an interesting event. Um, like I said, security was heavy. I had a secret service agent once pull a pass on me during the, uh, you know, pull a pass off of me. Um, I was about to say, what was going on? Yeah. Pulling a pass <laughs> off of me during that. I, had, okay. I, was, I was, I was carrying a bunch of um, previous white house press passes um, on my, on my lanyard at the time. And he literally ripped it off, and he said, "You cannot have this here at this event," and just pulled it right off. And now, so not he, only that, he he held on to it and didn't give it back to me. So your um, lanyard kind of acted as a passport, even though this wasn't a White House event. You had right. previous right. credentials on your on your lanyard, right? And apparently, that's that's a that's not uh, not good for him. So. Yeah. Th- things things I've learned. I've taken them off for, by the way, every other presidential visit I've covered. I've taken off any <laughs> yeah, president. Right. Yeah. So, so, but just to, it was it was a it was an interesting event. I'm glad I had the opportunity to 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 cover it. Um, and it was it was fun going down down memory lane a little bit today. Obviously, obviously, it's a sad moment for for a lot of people, for our Canadian friends, for our British friends. Um, but interesting trip down memory lane. Uh, today. So um, moving on to other stories we covered that are not related to the queen in any way, shape, shape or form. Um, 
uh, Chesterfield police have uh, solved a, a uh, crime that actually is not all that far from from my house. Um, you know, right at uh, this is at courthouse and um, and yeah, it's actually Hall Street courthouse road, yeah. old yeah. courthouse road, which is right near the intersection of courthouse and uh, and Hall Street, Rockwood yeah. Park area. Um, what? What happened in this incident? If you can sort of update us where we are on that. If uh, people remember, there was uh, a murder that happened in the early morning hours of this past Saturday, which was September 3rd. Um, police were notified of this situation. When they got to the scene, there was a man found dead inside a car. And that's, this guy turned out to be, you know, a very well-known community entertainer, I guess. His name is Brandon Robertson. He did a lot of DJ work. In fact, very recently, he did a, uh, he was DJ for National Night Out events. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier, well, not to, it's not August anymore, but last month. And uh, so uh, Chesterfield police arrested uh, 31-year-old Anthony Spencer, Um in this case, and they said that uh, police had said that uh, Spencer and Robertson got in some sort of altercation during the early morning hours of now he was found around eight o'clock in the morning on Saturday. We're talking like, you know, one, two in the morning. <clears throat> they had this altercation, which uh, uh, led to um, the murder and not sure how long uh, he was uh, dead in the car before police discovered that he was dead, but it was around eight o'clock that police discovered that he was dead. So if you remember that story, the Chesterfield police had made an arrest in that case and they got some help from the U S marshals uh, service in this, uh, in this arrest as well. So, and of course this is, this has uh, been a story in part because he was a DJ in part because also, yeah. I mean, this is not necessarily a, uh, an area of, of the county area of the city where you tend to see yeah. a lot of violence. Um, you know, it was, it, it stood out. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. And the, the fact that, uh, it was, it was notable in that fact and notable in the fact that a lot of people knew this guy and yeah. he was well known in the area. Absolutely. 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 He had a nickname that I can't remember like BPZ or something like that. So gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't have it in front of me, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> something also- like that. Yeah. Also, for the second day in a row, and it's amazing given how below average the hurricane season has been. <laughs> right. We have another story on hurricanes. Um, I, I guess Richmond chose today to to sort of highlight what their plans are for, for hurricane season. What did Richmond? Uh, th- well, the reason they did this in part because September is National Emergency Preparedness Month. And oddly enough, the peak season for hurricanes, if you average out all the years that we've had hurricanes, it's September 10th, which is this coming Saturday. And as we told you yesterday in the story about the hurricanes that we did, it's rather quiet in the Atlantic as far as storms that are threatening U.S. land. I mean, there's some storms out there, but they're either going away from U.S. land or don't know where they're going or highly unorganized. And as we found out yesterday, the dry air is kind of killing off those storms. But today, Richmond police are not police, but these are just Richmond emergency officials I just reminded people that just because and and the person you talked to yesterday reiterated this point, too, that just because it's um, an inactive season right now, all it takes is one big storm and it becomes not an inactive season, it becomes a very serious hurricane season. They want people to be prepared by having, they said, a gallon of water for each member of your household. 
So make sure you have that around. Make sure you have three days worth of non-perishable foods. You know, the usual stuff, fresh batteries uh, for flashlights and, uh, and, and radios and stuff like that. And uh, making copies of uh, personal information, such as your uh, uh, insurance forms, bank accounts, that sort of thing. And make sure those things are in a waterproof container and things like that. So uh, this was done at the emergency operations center. And, you know, if someone had just come and, and saw this event and not known what's going on otherwise, they probably thought that, you know, we might have a storm coming. But this was done pretty much as, a, you know, in preparation and just because it is a national uh, uh, emergency preparedness month and the fact that uh, on average, usually the uh, peak of hurricane season are out right around this time. Yeah, and again, you know, like they, like they said today, like they said yesterday, one storm is all, all you need to have a bad season. And the person you talked to yesterday had the great example of the, uh, you know, for folks in Miami. Yeah. Um, you know, that was probably an inactive hurricane season, but Hurricane Andrew made it, yeah. you know, a very active hurricane season. And I, I want to say that was 92, but don't don't. It was me somewhere in. around that time. And I remember watching the Weather Channel, yeah. you know, in my cable system in the early 90s in uh, where I was living in eastern Illinois. And it was the first time I'd heard someone speak Spanish on yeah. the yeah. Weather Channel because they, you know, the high Cuban Hispanic population in uh, in Miami, and they start speaking Spanish on the Weather Channel. That was probably back when the Weather Channel used to change the music to get to get more uh, dramatic when the storms would hit. So yeah, <laughs> we I, got the forecast right. <laughs> they had Jim Cantore, but he had hair back then. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, final story that we we covered um, today. Um, the state police came out with their uh, Labor Day uh, statistics. Uh, six fatalities, which that number in and of itself is low. Uh, we had 10 in 2021, 20 in 2020, yeah. which is amazing because that was during COVID. That was like right. in the, the 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 big time of COVID. Mm-hmm. Schools were virtual. People were people how we got 20 in 2020 is 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 beyond me. And uh, yeah, I don't know how that is either because they pretty much yeah. this is before people got vaccines. Yeah, and it was exactly. Before, you know, I'm sure people were not told to go. In, I mean, yeah advise not to go anywhere it's yeah. not like they're forcing people to stay at home right it's, but that but that was a, a a really really strange strange year yeah. in 2020 but um of those six fatalities four were kids when i say kids people under the age of 18 okay okay two were pedestrians and of the four that were in cars three were not wearing their seatbelt so a lot of concerning statistics yeah. among that six and I talked to the same person you talked to post Labor Day, pre Labor Day. Yeah. And she stressed about seatbelt usage because the fatalities they've seen this year, a majority of them, people are not wearing their seatbelts. So that's one thing that they wanted to, you know, to, to stress. Yeah. And they're, they're continuing to stress it. And keep yeah. in mind, traffic is going to pick up from today through the end of the year. You've got school in session, you've got jobs returning to, to workplaces. You're going to have various holidays coming up um, and it's just, it's going to continue. You're going to have a lot of travel. And it's concerning that pedestrians were involved, you know, anytime it's concerning that pedestrians were involved in Labor Day weekend, especially since there's, you know, schools in session and people need to slow down in school zones for a very good reason. Yeah. So state police again saying slow down, 
Yeah. Wear your seatbelt, things along that line. One of those fatalities was in Hanover. I am, although I did not have her detail that I am fairly, fairly certain that was the, the Patrick uh, young, Henry student, the Patrick Henry student, the young woman yeah. from Patrick Henry who had a single yeah. car crash. Yeah. Um, and obviously a sad, sad story there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's basically what we have for you today. Um, you know, in terms of news here at, at news radio, WRVA, again, the major story, the queen, yeah, um, and, pretty it, much you know, everywhere. Yep. and of course, you know, and her ties to Virginia. Interesting. Other interesting side note, if you, you know your history well, of course, Queen Elizabeth was Queen Elizabeth II. Virginia is named after Queen Elizabeth I. Yep. Um, just an interesting, inter- interesting little trivia that we're giving you today. So, <laughs> but this has been the Thursday episode of its news to us. He's Jeff Stapleton. I'm news director Matt Demline. We'll talk to you on Friday. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.